you're listening to the Unleash Your Extraordinary podcast. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm Jess Ratcliffe and I'm here to help you build the person you know you can be. With every episode and every week, we'll explore new topics designed to help you trust your inner knowing, break through your blockers and take action that feels untethered from doubt and fear so that you can turn your boldest visions, those visions that feel a little bit scary, into reality. Let's dive in. You know that feeling, that spike of stress that kicks in when someone who feels like a negative vibe or a negative person walks into the room? You know, that feeling we get when we're sitting with them or when we're in a conversation with them or they walk into a meeting room and all of a sudden the room moves from feeling free and fun to feeling frozen. You know, we feel small and we feel scared to say the wrong thing in case it triggers the negativity, in case it triggers the wrath. And this might be with a particular friend or a particular family member. It might be a co-worker, a leader or even an investor. It's that person we know who feels like in a word or two or in a certain way that they look at us or that they are, that they can cut us down, make us feel small and scared to speak up and be our full selves. And I'm excited to talk about this topic today. It feels like it builds on the one of outgrowing people. And obviously that one was very much on friendships. And I think there's a lot that I see in the work that I do of patterns across people who experience negative people or negativity, right? Rather than sort of just painting them as negative people, they experience negative conversations, negative meetings, negative catch-ups or coffees, whether that's with their co-workers, their team members, their CEO, their leaders, or their friends. And that can happen at any stage, right? It could be suddenly a friend who is going through incredible stress or our leader who is going through incredible stress and pressure suddenly becomes someone that can snap more often, you know, and almost like give us a verbal punch. You know, they lose their tether a lot quicker than they used to. And so the reason I'm excited to talk about this one today is to look at it from both lenses, to look at it from how do we deal with that negativity, that like air quotes negative person and that part of them, given that it's not their whole being, but that negative person in that context, in that conversation. And also how do we identify if we might be the negative person in certain contexts or conversations? And what can we do both as the person receiving the negativity and possibly as the person giving the negativity, bringing the negativity, what can we do to change that, to deal with it better to reduce the negativity, to release the negativity, and actually be able to feel completely confident showing up as our full selves, knowing that the negative negative wrath isn't gonna come at us, but also that we don't have to worry that our negativity might spill out onto others. And to share an example from my own life to make this a bit more concrete, whenever I used to see a particular friend I'd feel on edge, you know, I'd feel like I was holding back, I'd feel like I was being tentative, and almost like a dancing around 
who I really was. You know, in the UK, we have that phrase of like beating around the bush. It almost wasn't quite that, but that comes to mind. You know, it was almost dancing around the edge of who I really was, what I really wanted to say or what I really wanted to do because of the fear that they would snap, you know, that they would say something in return to an idea or a request or an action or something, a behavior of mine that would cause them to say something that felt hurtful. You know, they were unpredictable. You just never knew where their mood was going to be and therefore how they'd respond, you know, and that sort of uncertainty can be incredibly draining to be around. And so that's a sort of negative vibe that I mean here, where it's actually not an energy that serves us. You know, it's not about, do they give us negative feedback, but actually we dispute it simply because it's negative and actually there's some investigation and curiosity to happen there. And that feedback is feedback, whether it's negative or positive. This is more about the person's being right and way of showing up way of dealing with and being around other people and so whenever I'd be with this friend and they would snap you know it'd feel like a verbal punch in the arm versus like a loving giving of feedback it would feel hurtful it would almost leave a bruise and when we think about that you know what does that do what would a verbal or like real punch do it would either make us pull away, pull back, and maybe even disengage and start thinking, what the heck, you know, you just punched me. And then actually, I, I would hope it leads us to then maybe draw the line and start to close ourselves off from that person to limit the possibility that they're going to punch us in the arm. Because actually, in any context, that's not okay. And it's in our control to not put up with that, you know, and so there's that one side, right, where if we literally imagine the snappiness or the negativity that comes at us is like a punch in the arm, we're going to react and most often we're going to pull back. We're going to feel that impact and step away versus just be the same and let it be, you know, and be able to maintain a positive, loving sense of being towards that person. And the alternative, of course, is that if something you know, if we get a verbal punch, it makes us want to fight back, you know, to throw a punch back verbally or, you know, maybe even physically, but, you know, I joke, verbally. And either way, it's just this, it's not a good sort of, it's not a good vibe. It's not a good, what's the word that I'm trying to think of? You know, it's not a good way of being. It's not a healthy relationship or culture of a friendship or, you know, again, I'm thinking of that context for myself, but more it's not a good culture of being with anybody. And if we think of living in that world where we're constantly waiting or fearing being verbally punched in the arm, we're waiting to either pull back and therefore in that waiting, we probably find ourselves pulling back anyway, inch by inch, bit by bit, or we're on edge. We're sort of, we've got that protection on to think, yeah, if you're going to punch me in the arm, I'm ready to come back at you. You know, this isn't, a relaxed and free relationship. It's not a relaxed and free culture of being together. It's an emotionally charged one and a draining situation, a draining relationship to be in and around. And so let's imagine for a minute, which even makes me smile thinking, but let's imagine the opposite, right? Imagine that you felt so free 
to be so fully you, to bring your joy, your ideas, your voice, without fear of repercussions, without fear of receiving a verbal punch in the arm. Like, imagine the freedom that comes with that. Imagine the, the like, yeah, that sense of feeling free, that confidence and that creativity even, because we're not limited anymore. We're not sort of caging what we feel we can say or the ideas we feel we can come up with. And I imagine like that sense of joy, right? That relaxed essence of being able to be who we fully are and to be able to come from that place consistently because we're not waiting for the uncertainty. We're not preparing ourselves for what might happen or what might be. And it's just such a freeing, more positive, more full of possibility way of being. And imagine from that, the weight that would be lifted and how that energy, that energy that we were using to carry that weight, the weight of uncertainty, of unpredictability and holding back, you know, harnessing, like that takes energy, holding back, stepping back, feeling on edge, drains us of energy. And imagine that instead of putting the energy towards that, towards protecting ourselves, and watching our words or not sharing our ideas and not being willing to fail, imagine that energy instead harnessed into being our full self, bringing our full confidence and creativity to the table. And that relationship, that whether it's with your team members, with your leader, with your friend, the joy that would be possible and the magic that could be created from that place versus feeling drained from carrying the weight of the alternative, the weight of keeping ourselves small and watching how we are so it doesn't trigger. And so with that in mind, what I'd love to do in today's episode, first of all, I realise that's quite a lot. So maybe what you'll be noticing at the moment as you are listening along to that is maybe you'll start noticing some of the relationships that you have in your world, right? Whether that is with team members, with investors, with fellow peers, with friends, where you now feel like you can spot, huh, like that's going on there. And my focus for today's episode is really to help you take that awareness and first of all, deepen it. So what we're gonna do is identify if and how you're experiencing a negative person in your life, or on the flip side, if you're maybe the negative person and you're starting to catch awareness of that. And then from that place of awareness, what actions can we take? What tests can we run to start to change our approach, our way of dealing with that negativity, whether we're the recipient of it, what we can do to protect ourselves from it in the positive sense, not in this harnessing the energy to be prepared, but instead to know from the inside out that that isn't anything to do with us, which we'll come to. Or if you're the bringer of that negativity and with that awareness, you're realizing, I don't wanna be that person. I don't wanna be that person in that context or that situation anymore. How you can start to change that as well. So to kick us off and to identify if you're experiencing a negative person in your life, I invite you to consider the following questions. Do you feel on edge around a person in your life? 
Does it feel like you have to watch your words around them? Does it feel like you have to watch your being when you're with them? And does it feel like when you're with them compared to perhaps others like them, that the way you are with them is very different to the others? Does it feel more restricted? Like you have to leave a part of you behind when you are with them or before being with them, does it feel like you have to prepare or protect yourself and to think in advance what might happen? Does it feel uncertain? And does it feel like they might be throwing those verbal punches your way? And if you're listening to those questions and you're thinking, Jess, I think I might be the negative influence. Like I feel like people might feel that about me. Here are a few questions for you to consider as well. And more a few questions to help spark the signals to help you identify if that might be you, if that might be the case. And also at this point, I wanna really focus on the fact that it isn't you, right? The negativity, and we'll get more into this, is not your way of being, it's not your identity. It's a survival mechanism that is going on. It is more of a habit than a part of you. And the the purpose of sharing that is that if it's a habit, it's something we can change, right? When actually, if we see it as the identity level, that feels very hard to change. But a habit is possible to change. It's a behavior. And so I really invite you, if it feels like you're spotting that you might be the negative influence in a certain context and up until now because we will be sparking change i invite you to really acknowledge that it is not you as a human it is a habit you have developed to survive in a certain context and so maybe it's that you find yourself snapping at people you know do you find yourself wishing that you could sort of speed someone up or urge them to say what they really want to say or give you more right more of them does it feel like you find yourself getting short with them getting snappy or feeling impatient and do you find yourself even wishing that people were more like you or more like those that you're around who it just feels effortless with you know do you wish that they thought more like you or showed up more like you or acted more like you, or if not like you, like those people who it feels effortless with? And does it feel frustrating when they're not? You know, do you feel frustrated around certain people versus others? And if you get curious with that, why might that be? What's the pattern across those you feel frustrated by and those that you don't? What do you notice there? And then to flip that to your observations does it feel like people are on edge around you going back to the story i shared at the start around me being with that friend does it feel like they might be on edge or dancing around or even to use that phrase beating around the bush with you does it feel like they're holding back or waiting seeking permission even is there a lot of silence or pausing when you ask questions or engage with people Does it feel like they're a little fearful as to whether they'll get it right or wrong or how you might react? And whether you're listening to those questions and thinking, 
oh god that's me yep I'm the negative force or so and so is the negative force I've spotted it like that's what's going on there like I relate to that I resonate with that either way there is no judgment there is no right or wrong in this and nothing that we've done so far or experienced so far on either side is permanent now that we have the awareness it's about what we do with that awareness and the truth is right I'll absolutely make a confession here that there is light and dark there is the negative recipient and the negative bringer in me in all of us like I know I have it in me to be both the receiver of negativity I've felt it before I've played small before around those that I might fear speaking my mind to or sharing my biggest ideas to or challenging in whatever shape or form as you heard from you know the opening story about the friendship that I shared or I know I've also probably been the negative force right the negative bringer and made others feel small by it whether that's because it doesn't feel like they operate at the same pace or that they just think different or I don't know whatever it might be whether it's friends family members people who are just doing doing stuff different to how I would maybe want to do it in certain contexts and when I'm feeling stress or pressure I can absolutely look back and see times where I would not have been the best person to be around and it's that key of acknowledging that this is in all of us like with the light comes the dark and vice versa and it might come in different shapes and sizes to what we observe in those that we're currently feeling the negativity from but it's there our own version of it is there and it's likely that it does come out when we're feeling stressed right when we're feeling under pressure from outside forces or even the pressure that we're putting on ourselves and it's that pressure that we're feeling on the inside that stress that spills out to the outside and we can find ourselves as the wonderful Brene Brown would say taking our shit out on other people you know we find ourselves feeling triggered and that stress and that pressure has bubbled up to our threshold and so the thing that might seem like the smallest thing in the world or the most unsuspected thing can cause us to feel triggered and therefore to take our stress our pressure our internal fears and worries and doubts out on other people and that doesn't mean that it's okay but it happens right it's not just the people that we might have currently identified as being the negative bringers that experience that we all have it in us it's just what we do with it that matters and so when we think about that you know if we think about the fact that we all experience it but also that this negativity we feel or bring can be so powerful right what does it really mean why does it hold so much power and when we think about what I just mentioned there of like if we think about it, it's from the pressure and the stress that is bubbling over that must mean that when we're the bringer of negativity it's about us right we're taking our shit out on other people it's our shit it's our stress it's our internal pressure that's bubbling over and so with that in mind if we then flip that we can also know that when we're the receiver of negativity it's not about us 
It's about the person bringing the negativity. It's about the person feeling the stress, the person taking their shit out on us. So why is it so painful? Why is it so draining and nerve sparking or confidence stealing to experience? It's because we fear it is about us. We fear that their negativity, their words, their body language, their way of being, we fear that the shit they're taking out on us is actually about us. We take it personally and we fear it means something, right? Something about who we are, the work we've done, the way we speak or show up, the friend we are, the team member we are, the leader we are even, or actually at at the most bottom line level, we fear it's about the human we are. And more often than not, it strikes at our deepest insecurities. And the person delivering the verbal punch in this case doesn't even know. Yet we, of course, because we're focused on us and how we feel and what we're thinking, we feel the pain more than they'll ever know. Because they don't know that their words or their feedback is striking at our deepest insecurity. So no wonder we hold back, we try and keep ourselves safe or protect ourselves out of survival, right? Because why would we want to take that on? No wonder, therefore, that it feels so confidence shattering, right? So deflating and just leaves us feeling more and more like we have to protect ourselves. But what if we knew? What if we knew that it didn't have anything to do with us, that it didn't have anything, whatever the stuff is that's coming at us, to do with who we are, all the work we've done, all the way that we speak, the ideas that we share? What if we knew it didn't have anything to do with the human being we are, or really anything to do with us full stop, right? What if we knew it was all about them, no matter what they're saying or how it's coming across, We know it's about them. It's their shit, again, to keep using the Brene Brown phrase. And that when it comes at us, we don't have to catch that negativity and carry it. We can choose to let it fall to the ground the same way we would a dig that just makes no sense whatsoever, right? Something that feels so disconnected from who we are that we would know that it's rubbish. And what then? How would we feel walking into a room a conversation, a coffee, or a phone call, knowing that whatever comes at us, it's nothing to do with us. And whatever happens, we have the power to let it fall by the side versus catch it and carry it with us. So what negativity have you been carrying that actually doesn't belong to you? What thoughts, feedback, or verbal punches have you let land Have you let bruise or that you've been holding on to this whole time when actually they aren't yours to carry? You don't have to carry them and they don't represent you. They have nothing to do with you. And what if you knew right now that you had the power to let them go, to lay them down and to walk on, right? To walk back to who you truly are when you feel free to be completely you. And on the flip side of this, if you're feeling that you might be the bringer of negativity, what's going on, really? What's under the surface of that snapping, 
that feeling triggered or those strong words and those verbal punches that you're giving to others, what's really going on there? Where are they coming from? And is that really serving you beyond the short-term outburst or influence that it might create, right? To release that stress, to imagine that it's like the pressure bubbling over and by sort of reaching out or sparking out, you get to release it a little bit. Other than that, that momentary release, how is it serving you? And how is it serving the humans around you? And what if you knew right now that you had the power to change your ways, to do the inner work, to release that stress and pressure, the thing that you feel weighted under so that it doesn't spill out to scar those around you? And to know that as easily as the person receiving the negativity can choose not to catch it and let it fall to the ground, that as easily as that, you can also choose not to harness your negativity, not to take your stress or shit out on those around you. And what would be possible then? Imagine if those around you no longer held back part of themselves, no longer felt silenced or small, Imagine being surrounded by people who felt excited and empowered in your presence versus slightly scared or worried about the wrath that they might receive. And I hope those questions and reflections have sparked some deeper awareness. I mentioned at the start that this one might get a little deep and I hope it has because I really feel that this is something that is a powerful change when we choose to take control of either how we're currently receiving negativity and that we're letting ourselves receive it or how we're bringing the negativity how we're throwing that onto other people so now it feels like the natural next step is to take that awareness and turn it into action so to wrap up i'm going to coach you through the unleash extraordinary framework to help you either as the negativity receiver change how you're receiving that negativity and put you back in power or if you've become aware that you might be the negativity bringer to help you change how you're bringing that negativity and again put you back in power to be the leader that you want to be so to start with if you feel like you've been receiving negativity recently and it's been landing with you the first question which is the dream step of the framework is how do you want to feel when you're around a negative person? How do you want to feel when you're with them, right? When that wrath might be coming to life? How do you want to feel? And if nothing immediately comes to mind here, you can even think back to the last time you experienced their negativity. How did you feel then? And what would be the opposite of those feelings? And then the next question to take us to deconstruct is what's currently stopping you from achieving that, from feeling that way when you're with them? And finally, experiment. What can you test out the next time you're around that negative person? Given how you know you now want to feel and what's previously held you back from feeling that way, what could you test the next time you're around them. For example, to make this a bit more concrete, maybe your answer to that first question is, I wanna remain calm, I wanna feel positive, and I just wanna feel 
like I did before they entered my space, right? I want to feel robust and confident in my sense of being and less open to being impacted by their negativity. And so then if we think about, given that's how you want to feel, what could have currently been stopping you from feeling that so far, maybe it's that when someone's negative towards me, it feels personal. It feels really hard to remain positive when they're making me feel really small, right? And so this is an awareness around what the stories and beliefs we're holding that have previously or up until now prevented us from feeling the way we want to feel. And then with that in mind, maybe our experiment, our test to play with, is the next time I'm around a negative person, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take deep breaths and I'm gonna remind myself that this is their shit. It has nothing to do with me. And so on the flip side, if your awareness has kicked in that you might be the negative person in this case, let's run that through the framework for you. So starting with the dream step, identifying the change we wanna make, how we want to feel. How do you want the people around you to feel when they're with you? If you know they currently feel like it's a negative space, one in which they maybe have to be on edge or play small, what's the opposite of that? How would you dream that they feel when they're with you? As an example, it might be, I want my friend, my coworker, my team member, etc., to feel excited to be with me, to feel safe with me, and a positive force of possibility that comes from me cheering them on. And then, with that awareness of how you want them to feel, let's move to the deconstruct step. So what's currently blocking you, or what up until now has been stopping you from creating that, from achieving that? What are the assumptions you're making or expectations you're holding that aren't necessarily true or aren't serving you? For example, the expectation might be that you expect them to move at your pace or to share ideas like you do. For example, you might ask yourself or even complete a statement like, I feel frustrated when people aren't doing fill in the blank. And from there, you can ask yourself why? Dig deeper into that frustration. What do I expect of them that they might not know? Or that actually, when I think about it, isn't necessarily fair. And so with that in mind, we've identified the change we wanna make, right? The dream of how we want people feeling when they're with us. Then we've identified or started to dig into the stories, the assumptions, the expectations that we're holding, that when we feel frustrated or that feed as to why we spill out our negativity onto others. And so lastly, it's about identifying what can we test? What action can we put into practice the next time we're with the person or people you have in mind, right? Those that you currently feel might be feeling the wrath of your negativity. And again, as an example, it could be the next time I'm with so-and-so or these people, I'm going to test coming from a place of calm and doing that consistently to see how it changes the energy in the room or in our relationship. And allow yourself to iterate, to test, to practice different ways of being, again, knowing 
but it's not a healthy or happy way for either parties to experience this negativity, whether it's us bringing it or us receiving it. So I hope either way, with those two lenses in mind, I hope that this episode has been helpful. I hope even by hearing about the reasons why and sort of playing around with getting curious around negativity and the fact that it's a way of being in the moment or the context, it is not part of our identity. I hope it has helped you to get a deeper level of awareness, both as to whether you're experiencing it as the receiver or even as the bringer. And either way, again, with no judgment, I hope that by sharing some examples and questions, it's helped you to think about how you can start to change your approach and to start testing and iterating on the negative context that you walk into and playing around with that, right? Getting curious and playful as hard as it can be, right? Because it is painful to be receiving verbal punches. And it's also painful to feel so under pressure, frustrated or stressed that we feel we have to verbally punch others. It's not fun or pleasant either way, but I hope it's helped you identify how that's showing up in your life and also then started to spark ideas that you can put into practice to change your approach and to release that negativity. I would love to hear whether this episode has landed, whether it's resonated with you. You can reach me as always as jess at jessratcliffe.com or at jessratcliffe on Instagram. I would love to hear any thoughts that come up or any questions. You'll find me there to continue the conversation. And also, as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate a rating and review in iTunes. It really means the world to me and also helps other people who might be curious about these topics find them too. I hope you have an awesome week. I hope this episode has been helpful and I will be with you next time.